What's happening, everybody? This is Inspired Creativity, and I'm Joe Longo. That sounded weird. You know, I'm still figuring all this out and getting comfortable, one, talking into a microphone alone in a room or talking into my camera alone in a room. Both are very awkward. You should give it a try sometime. Turn your phone on, flip it around, and, and just start talking. It's interesting, you know, where your mind has to try to play this game of I'm, I'm talking to somebody even though nobody is here. So I pretend that when I'm talking into the microphone that, that the microphone is a person with no expression whatsoever, though, which makes it interesting. So I never know if I'm being funny or not. This week's episode is with Tim Wagner, founder of Roots to Rise. Roots to Rise is an amazing organization in the Philadelphia area that's bringing yoga really to the masses for free. So when people um, complain that they can't do yoga because they can't afford it, tell them to check out Roots to Rise because they offer classes all over the city at playgrounds and rec centers, for anyone, any just show up. It's free. Amazing, right? Um, and I kind of say it that way in in a in a little bit of, with a little bit of sarcasm in my voice because there are so many people out there that do say, "I can't do yoga. It's too expensive. I'm not going to pay twenty one dollars for a drop in." Well, you don't have to. You just have to look and see what's available. And really, they're all over the city, so you can't say that it's not in your neighborhood because they, they're all over the place. So check them out. And, you know, classes are free, but if you want to support them, you can also support them. You can make donations through their website, and you can go to class and give a donation. No one's going to say no. And it, it will help continue to enable Roots to Rise to bring yoga to the people. So this week, Tim and I are, are chatting about his, his path, his journey, what got him to become the founder of, of Roots to Rise, how it all happened. And the funny part about our conversation, I think it's funny, is that it started with the question of why. Why is Tim doing this? And the reason I asked him that question is because on, on their website, on his website, he tells a story about a gentleman in one of the, the correctional facilities that he was teaching in after class came up to him and said, why are you here? And Tim started to answer him, and then the gentleman was like, but no, why are you here teaching me now? Why weren't you out in the public teaching when I needed it? And that changed everything. But the funny thing about the question and going back to you know being new at this whole podcasting, interviewing world is sometimes we get lost along the way. I ask a question, and then we start talking, and then the next thing you know, who knows where we are. But... If you stay all the way to the end of the episode, it gets a little funny. We try to do a couple different endings, which is the funny part. And then Tim remembers about the original question I asked at the beginning of the episode of why. And then he tells us the beautiful story of really what pushed him and propelled him to start Roots to Rise. But you only get to hear that if you stay to the end. Well, I suppose you could fast forward. Either way, 
check it out. Fast forward, stay to the end, listen to the whole thing. Share it with your friends if you enjoy it. That would be super. And if you are listening on any of the podcast apps, please subscribe, leave a comment, um, and tell your friends. By doing that, it will help us get the podcast out in front of more people. So it's not just to stroke my ego and be like, Joe, you're great. Not at all. It's actually to help the wonderful algorithm say, hey, shit, people are paying attention to inspired creativity. We should you know, get it out in front of more people. So please, take a moment, subscribe, hit those star buttons, share it with your friends. So thank you, I appreciate you, and enjoy the conversation with Tim Wagner. What's up, everybody? I'm Joe Longo, this is Inspired Creativity, and this is Tim Wagner. Founder? Roots to Rise? Founder. Founder, owner. No owner. Head man in charge. Executive director. Executive director. You can't own a non-profit. Oh, my bad. Y'all <laughs> yeah. learn that? You can't, you can't own, own a non-profit. Yeah. Um, and it's been a couple years. Three. 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 And it's amazing Thank what you. you're doing. <laughs> Thank you. Like, it really, like, in the whole sense of yoga, it really is, like, this wonderful seva, selfless service of giving back to the community. Yeah. So before we jump into Wise, why don't you tell us what Roots to Rise is? Roots to Rise is a local Philadelphia-based nonprofit that makes the practice of yoga and mindfulness accessible and available, often in underserved communities where there is no access. We teach in three different venues. We teach in schools. Mm -hmm. We teach community programs out in the public, and then we teach in homeless shelters. Wow. Mm-hmm. So I was on your website, okay. <laughs> trying to do my homework. I'm trying to get better at this whole, you know, interviewing people and talking to them. Besides just sitting down, and be like, "Hey, what's up, man?" <laughs> and on there, I, you know, read a little bit about the, you know, your about section, and this all came to be because you were teaching in the prisons, mm-hmm. and someone said, "Why are you here?" Yeah, this. It's funny. This I actually started before then. Okay. So I was a teacher at a studio in Maniunk, mm-hmm. just finished teacher training, and one of my friends said, do you want to go teach guys at Kern Fromhill Correctional Facility? And I was like, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, why? No, but I, I said, sure, I just took a chance on it. Mm-hmm. And she introduced me to the warden because she was already doing work in there. And then eight months later, we had a contract up and running. Wow. Yeah, and so started going in Mondays and Thursdays, teaching them for an hour. So, so yeah, this really wasn't a plan. No, not at all. No, and <laughs> Rooster started as like a vehicle to do that, and mm-hmm. that was the only reason. So it started. It started as an LLC uh-huh. with the intention of having a contract with the Philadelphia Department of Prisons to go teach men yoga and mindfulness twice a week in twenty. 15 slash 16 and so taught 80 classes to the guys there 2016 mm-hmm. yep. and then <clears throat> in the past year and a half we shifted from being an LLC to being a 501c3 wow yep tell us so I was just I, I had my first experience in prison yeah in April I went to San Quentin yeah. with Robert Sturman 
and it was incredible. Like, you know, because I'm like, I'm going into like what I guess could be considered like a scary, yeah, a very scary place mm-hmm. with some scary dudes. And from the moment we walked through the gates, it was like we entered into this different world mm-hmm. and everyone was nice. Yeah. Crazy. It's weird. Really, really like that threw it's me unexpected. off. unexpected. Well, you see like what you think, you think you know what it is because what media has told you what it's supposed to be Mm -hmm. and then you get in there and that was my understanding and then you know in philadelphia to go in there just as a volunteer or a contractor as any just to get in the building you have to go through a two-day training and part of that training was like this is what you can do this is what you can't do this is what will happen to you if something happens Mm -hmm. Right, and it's like, yeah, it's a very, it's interesting. It's very, very interesting. But you walk in the doors, and you see people, and you realize there's only a couple degrees of separation between you and them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And it was like walk. It, I didn't really know what to expect. Like I wasn't sure if we were just going to go in and go right, you know, like mm-hmm. we were just going to be in the room or what it was like, what was going to happen and what I'd be allowed to film and what I couldn't film. Yeah. And cause it really was, it was just like, it happened so quick. It was like, I was invited and two weeks later I was there. And did you teach there? No, I just filmed, just um, you know, James Fox who started the, the prison, yoga, prison yoga project. project. Yeah. Yeah. So he was teaching that day. Okay. And Robert was photographing. So, like, every two-ish years, they let Robert go into Sam Quinn to photograph the, the prison so yoga project. You. Yeah, so Robert invited me in to film, to do video of the class. So, how long were you teaching before this all happened? Because this all seems, like, very quick. Like, it really... I was teaching for 10 months and it just... before I started teaching in there. And like literally I graduated YTT and then a month later was like talking to a warden about doing this. Yeah, serendipitous. Mm-hmm. Yep. So earlier before we hit record we were talking about your past college mm-hmm. and you're an artist. Yes. <laughs> Which I I love it when I meet like when I'm like oh wow I've yeah. known you for a while I had no idea you were yep. you you were an artist so going from the art route and did you say you were also a lawyer or your wife is my a wife's You're, a lawyer you, she used to be an artist right a photographer we met at art school met at art school yep and what were you doing were you working in the arts before training what was your past life no. <laughs> No, well, yes and no. So, got my MFA. Mm -hmm. Molly became an attorney. We moved from, we were, did undergraduate here. Went from here to Richmond, Virginia. Richmond, Virginia to Washington, D.C. Washington, D.C. back to Philadelphia. And she started working. I had an art studio in Fort Richmond. Interesting. Yep. Yep. And so I would stay there all day. She would go to work all day. And that was like that for a couple of years. And then she got pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> she got pregnant and we moved from an apartment down in the art museum area to a house in Maniunk. Mm-hmm. 
with the intention of having an art studio in the basement and child care by me upstairs. Nice. Yeah, so essentially I became a stay-at-home dad for like once Hank, Hank who's now nine, when mm -hmm. he was born and Molly was done with maternity leave, like at week 12, 14, she went back to work. I started taking care of him. We had our daughter who's seven. And so I didn't find yoga until like five, six years ago. How did, how did the yoga find you? I was, I used to ride my bike. I just wanted to run away from being, like being home as a parent mm -hmm. and not having, feeling very stuck and out of control. And I'm like, not even being able to talk to adults. So I would get on a bike and I would get on a bike and I would ride my bike <clears throat> like 40 miles every Saturday, 40 miles every Sunday. And then I would go and I'd ride on a trainer, like watching, watching the, I the iPad, like mm -hmm. watch all of Battlestar Galactica, watch all of <laughs> do this while the kids were in naps, uh -huh. right? So it'd be like an hour or two every day. And then on the bike on the weekends, it was just like, it was great. I loved it. And then like pulled my hip flexor. And it hurt. It hurt to do <laughs> it hurt. my bike. <laughs> Couldn't ride anything. And I was, I was miserable. It was like this for a couple of weeks. And it wasn't bad enough to where um, like it needed the assistance of a doctor, but it was bad enough to where like I couldn't ride my bike for the length of time that I wanted to ride it. Mm -hmm. And so um, my wife was like, you should come to yoga. I go to this place down the street. So your wife was practicing already. She was practicing. On occasion, not a whole lot. Mm -hmm. Like once or twice a week. She hadn't been doing it for like that long, maybe six months to a year. She's like, it's a hot studio. It's like, it's like I don't want to be around people. <laughs> not going to like exercise with people. And like, I don't want to sweat. Like, no, like yoga's for girls. Mm -hmm. Yoga's not something that's for me. Like, no, I'm not going to do it. And she is like, kept going, going, going and asking. And I was like, fine, we'll go together. And I went with her once, like suffered through it. Uh -huh. Bought the two week special, felt I needed to take advantage of it. And then well, of went, course, went, right? Went, second time was even worse. And then the third time was great. And you do stuff at a playground with swimming pools. We do. That's super fun. Yeah. Yeah. So we got into that because of the relationship that we have with Philadelphia Parks and Rec. Mm -hmm. Where we go and we teach anywhere between eight. It's Right now it's eight classes a week. That's amazing. So Throughout this, the city. The city's really open yeah. to this. And then Get Healthy Philly, which is a subdivision of it's like it was it's a grant that was came from the mayor's fund i believe mm -hmm. not 100 percent correct but one of their one of their branches underneath it is philly powered and swim philly and so swim philly is what we're doing all of this through the pool so oh. these classes are sponsored by the city That's they're awesome. free to attend oh wow yeah Donation or only if you want to leave a donation? If you want to leave a donation, we will gladly take it, mm -hmm. but it is not required. Oh, 
that's not great. even encouraged so just like yeah and then after class does everybody jump in the pool everybody gets to swim after class that's so much fun and it depends on the rec center like different rec centers have different rules with the pool mm-hmm. right but i can tell you that at francisville you can swim from 8 to 8 30. nice yep i'll have yep. to bring my floaties yoga from 7 to 8 8 to 8 30 you swim perfect summer night it's great it's great yeah it's the um, only class i can get my kids to take oh really they'll do the whole thing and then they're in the water before namaste like namaste nice um <laughs> so of all are you teaching a lot or are you more i do now like, managing like, all yeah, the things yeah i might might teach twice a week mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and are you also in a 500 hour training finished finished it's over. It's congratulations done. thank you that was three queens yep i heard good yep. things about that training great. and because i was talking to some people that were in it you had one of the projects was actually creating a project yeah <laughs> it was project based like half of it mm-hmm. yep so i'm going to assume this is this is the project you went with well this is like a subdivision of this mm-hmm. it's not super exciting but board development and budgetary development for 2019 uh-huh. stuff that needs to happen right the yeah. unfun things that <laughs> the, comes the, when you're like i'm gonna start things. something you're like oh oh there's all of those things too yeah yeah because yeah. i definitely didn't think about any of those things i'm like i'm gonna be a photographer I just thought you have I would to take... like invoice people, right? <laughs> taxes and then hope that they pay you, and, right? All of those things. Yeah, taxes. Yeah, that tax and right marketing, all of it. I'm like, I'm. I just want to be a photographer. Well, and that's the hard part. Is like you start something because you love it, right? You do, mm-hmm. and you're passionate about the work that you're doing, and then you're in this, you're in this mode of trying to like find funding for the work, and that consumes a tremendous amount of your energy mm-hmm. and you're like I didn't necessarily sign up for the fun like this back end half like what I want to be doing is this so right. it's tricky and it's hard it's like being in that space of being like what do I need to do to get back to here mm-hmm. yeah how do we need to grow what needs to happen right yep so what would you like to see happen with Roots to Rise I would like us to be <clears throat> In multiple cities throughout the country, ultimately, mm-hmm. yeah, with teams of people doing the work that we're currently doing right now, in various places. Nice. Yep. Um, All like fully funded and fully sustainable. I mean, the biggest thing is like we want to pay our teachers well, mm-hmm. and we want to take care of the take care of the people that support us in that sense mm-hmm. we also want to be able to provide an access to a service which is what we view this as like a gift a service an opportunity for somebody else to experience mm-hmm. possibly even take it further than that the practice that we love dearly and then it's like how can we do that in a way that you know, shifts the model in a sense You know, a lot of what we're up to is about being in areas where it doesn't exist. And there's a balance, too. There's a balance because we are asked to do stuff in areas of affluence, and we take people up on that. Mm -hmm. And 
if we can do that in a way to fund places where there might not be as affluent right yeah we'll absolutely take that on makes sense you have to be it's part of being sustainable right yeah it's like there's plenty of I almost like maybe I shouldn't say this, but there's plenty of work that I do mm-hmm. that I don't share out into the world. Yeah, because it really doesn't align with my brand, but it helps me pay the bills and do things like this. Yes. It helps me have a roof over my head and eat, but I'm also not going mm-hmm. to, you know, share those things because it really isn't just in line with my brand. But if they're going to help me keep my brand mm-hmm. going. I'll keep doing those photographs. Did you, so are you the main, I don't even want to say salesperson, but are you the one that goes out and does all of this footwork to, how's that been? It's been, it's been, it's probably been the hardest part. Mm -hmm. Do you cold call, just show up or literally everything like phone call showing up? I don't do a lot of cold calling. It's a lot of like people reach out mm. and people ask and it's a lot of going up and talking to places and working on, I mean, we're a couple years into this, so mm-hmm. I feel like we have some solid relationships and those relationships have grown. Uh-huh. And so most of the work that we're doing now is based upon the previous work that we've done. Right. Like none of this, none of this was intended to happen the way that it happened. Mm-hmm. Of course. Like it wasn't. I didn't say, I'm going to go teach guys at CFCF, and then all of a sudden we're going to be teaching in schools, or we're going to, like, no, no. Mm-hmm. It's just things kind of fell in our path, and we took advantage of them as they came forward. And you don't have a big staff. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> no. Because I think sometimes... You know, people look at, oh, well, <laughs> look at that fancy shirt and that logo. And <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you didn't see all the things and then think that there's really like this team of people mm. out there. No, and there really might be like, like 10, 15 teachers that, we, that work with us every month. Mm-hmm. And then I do all the admin work, all the scheduling, all the PR, all the all the behind the scenes work as well as try to teach one or two classes, keep the boat afloat work. Mm-hmm. And then we have a board of directors wow. that supports the work that we do mm-hmm. and is ultimately in charge of governance. 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 Such a, such a pretty <laughs> word. So for the people that are listening or watching, mm-hmm. how can they support you? What can, what could people out there do to support roots to rise we are accepting of any donation you are welcome to give us money we, we're a 501c3 mm-hmm. we can uh, we can give you a tax deduction for your donation can they donate on the roots to rise you can donate on our website, website. yep nice and you can if you want to make a comment about what we're doing we will gladly hear about it as well if you want to just simply participate and come to classes we would love to have you if you want to support and be an ambassador on the community for the work that we're up to like please do please nice yeah thank you so much for taking the time to come sit in my kitchen studio you're welcome hang out with Stella do you have anything exciting that the world should know about that you want to share anything coming up besides all of the classes (laughs) 
Well, we're getting ready to like do a resume our fall schedule. Okay. Yeah. We are working on plans for 2019, and we hope to have a couple big fundraisers underway for that. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Well, <laughs> let me know when those when those fundraisers are happening. Because last year was it last oh, year gosh. that that. It's <laughs> like you need like a do over. I need the do over. <laughs> we can do that all What's over. What's Um. Yeah, that was at the Fillmore last year. Yeah, that yeah. was super fun. Yep. Um, and Lulu helped a lot with that. Lulu Lemon has been amazing. Right. You know, amazing. I'd, I'd like to give a shout out to the Philadelphia area Lulu Lemons. Like they're for three years, they have supported us in ways that I can't even express. Like financially, just been extraordinarily generous. Mm-hmm. Yep. One like I I I feel bad because Lulu gets a bad rap sometimes. Yeah, I don't. You know, maybe the big, mm-hmm. the big Lulu, whatever, no judgment. But on the local level, they are doing some great things to help support and uplift the community. So they've been wonderful. Like, if you I mean, are a Lulu bitcher, stop it. <laughs> I I understand. Like I think people see them and they look at them as being simply a store that's making $100 pants and they're taking advantage of a certain type of person who's buying the $100 pants. But the reality is they they have an interest in the work that we do. They have been supportive of the work that we do in ways that very few people have up to this point. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, they're great. Yeah, and they're willing to like go out on a limb for us. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I would never... They're all like they're wonderful. They are. They yeah. are. I was just there the other night for the little yogi. I don't Which know one? what they're calling oh, it. Oh, the one on Walnut the, Street. Yeah, for the yeah. the Bhakti With talk. Daniel. Yeah, it was great. Yeah. It was a lot of fun. And sorry, Daniel. Um, obviously <laughs> ran over way over the time limit because Daniel is the best storyteller out there, and it just you know. But it was good. It was a great night. Um. So thank you for taking the time. I really sure. appreciate it. They could find you at Roots2Rise.com. Number two, number two. Plural Roots, R-O-O-T-S, two, R-I-S-E, dot org. Dot org. If you type in dot com, it'll take you to it as well. Sorry, I was just reading your shirt. I kn- <laughs> <laughs> it's, an old, it's an old shirt. It's an old shirt. It's an old shirt. And on all the socials, Instagrams, yep. Facebooks. Instagram, Facebook. That's the only I can't I can't do more than two platforms. Yeah, it's a lot. It's like suck your life away. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's for when the support staff comes in. Yes. 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 Uh, the emails. <laughs> All right. So if you're out there, <laughs> yeah. you want to support some amazing things happening, check out Roots to Rise. Go take a class. We do a uh, Parks on Tap is every Thursday. Oh right, Parks Goes on Tap. Goes the end of September. There you go. If you don't know about Parks on Tap, yep. it's great. It's you like can it says. Come, you can come do yoga, six to seven Thursday. You make a donation to us. We give you a ticket for a free beer after class inside the garden. It's great. They also have non-alcoholic beverages. Yep, yep. Family friendly event. And you get to be outside and you see the parks. We have something, we're planning something with the main library branch ah. involving the roof and regularity. 
Oh. So it's still in the works. Be on the lookout for that. Be on the lookout. Well, thank you very much. I appreciate it. I appreciate you you and all that you're doing for the community. Okay. (laughs) Thank you. Felt like a mess, that interview. (laughs) It's all good. It's all good. I'll be back next week. See you then. It's so bad. Let me try that again. See you then. See you then. You never asked about the guy. But we kind of talked about him. Why are you here? Yeah. We kind of diverted all the way off it. Oh, but it's a good story. All right, so tell us that story. Okay. The why are you here? Because we did start at the beginning. So we'll wrap up with what the we started they, with. Why are you here? Yeah, why are you here? I was teaching, so back in the prison, mm-hmm. um, correctional facility, rather. Yes. Prison's the wrong word, because it's not a prison. It's more of a, it's a correctional facility slash jail. And <laughs> this guy comes to, comes to class and he says, listen, I don't want to do yoga. Mm-hmm. Like, but my back hurts and it hurts because I've been shot four times in the torso and I have two bars that surround my spine, one on either side. And I'm in this bunk. I'm in this cell with two other guys in a four foot by eight foot cell. And like I wake and I'm on a tiny thin mattress and there's concrete beneath and I wake up every morning and like excruciating pain. Can you help me stretch like my back? And I was like, sure. And so he did some things that he could do in his cell that involved like nothing more than simple, simple twists, mm-hmm. right? And afterwards, he's like, great, thank you. Why are you here? And I said, I'm here because the Department of Prisons has contracted me to be here, like t- to teach you guys yoga. And he's like, no, that's great, but like, why are you here? Like, I'm not getting out of here for a long time. And while it's great that this is here for me, there's nothing for me out there. And like, there's kids on the corner that are getting in trouble, kids that are just like me, and like, they need a productive outlet. And so it was a deliberate choice to step away from working in facility mm-hmm. to working out in the community. And that was the trigger that really... That was one of the triggers, yeah. That's amazing. And then so we started doing community programming out in neighborhoods. Wow. Yeah, we started working with children in schools. Mm-hmm. You never know where that little sign is going to come from. It's strange, and I think that's how it goes. You know, mm-hmm. you just have to see it if it presents itself and be willing to be open to it. Right. So, yeah like oh right right. I'm not going to be resistant towards this yeah no like it's there awesome well I appreciate you so that's 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 the thing that I guess we never addressed that's the thing (laughs) and we circled back perfect way perfect way to end with the why are you here Mm -hmm. Um, which just sounds like so why are you here yeah great story though she has great ears she does you're very pretty Stella then we'll try that ending. <laughs> Thank you, you so much. <laughs> <laughs> you out there and over there and up in the top row and way in the back. <laughs> All right, I'll be serious this time. It's a good, like, when you think about it. Oh, you can't even, you have to just, I don't know how the people do this, like, for real. Right. It'd be a news anchor. It, 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 it just gets we'll easier. So, so they, <laughs> so they say it gets easier with practice.
So thank you so much for tuning in. Maybe <laughs> <laughs> uh, it, it, be like car talk and have like the whole list of the all the endings. All the endings. Mm-hmm. Is that the one where the people call in at the end? No, he's like, and this is brought to you by our, our like our German driver, like Igor Pickoff and Drop Off <laughs> or something like that. You don't remember this? Never listened. To I haven't this? listened to a car talk in so long. I used I think to listen. They're not on the radio anymore, but oh, they're not. They retired. Oh, I had. To, that's how like, long it's been. Yeah. But I used to work like in all a the fake um, names of it's like bad humor um, in a camera <laughs> shop, and like every Saturday, the guy that I would work with would always listen to it. And neither great one of stuff. us were into cars, but oh, it was no. just hilarious. It's great. And this is the best ending ever because we tried to end eighteen times. Yeah. So thanks for watching. I'll see you next week. <laughs>